Am I popping? Is it good? Is it hot? Good. What is it? Where is good. it? You're you're here. Make it yellow. Make it yellow. You're here. DC. See that? You'd make a great authentic NBA coach. The sneaker collection would finally be justified. Ooh. I don't know if you've seen this, but do me a favor and Google the New York Knicks coach, David Fisdale. A lot of people are congratulating DC on the Knicks' first win last night. <laughs> I look like a, I, I kind of look like that's my doppelganger, David Fisdale. Fizz, you can call me Fizz from now on. He looks exactly like. Can you, can you imagine DC as a basketball coach? No. I am one right now. These, he would, you, these are the two players. That could right be a whole, that could be a that. whole separate a, podcast. Yeah. Right. If, you, uh, if, you read, if you read the culture code. Whose voice is that? It talks about that leaders and coaches are two different personas. Mm -hmm. You're not a coach. I am a He's coach. A leader. You're a leader. Oh, really? I don't Lead know. Coaches. I don't remember. It's I read different. that book, but I don't remember. This is actually related. Okay, who's that voice? That's Elias Torres. He's back He's for back. his third. Sneaking my way in. Sneaking his way in. He caught on that his microphone actually didn't have a cord. It wasn't actually plugged in. <laughs> and so we just gave we him a cord. We got up now. And you had me sitting on the edge of the table. Like, I felt definitely not included <laughs> in this thing. So we, we made some room in the table so he can sit here. We are going to do Thinking Fast and Slow today. We're going to do that next week. Okay. We're on a consistent schedule now. Mm -hmm. In case Finally. you didn't know. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna people give you, have been asking, right? I'm going to give you guys a secret. What? Yeah, you want to talk about that, David? Uh, people have been asking, wondering, how come we're not on a consistent schedule at Seeking Wisdom? I've been asking DG, the young nephew, you that for, him for a for while. Uh. Absolutely not. I had a, a friend of mine who has become a Seeking Wisdom fan. Uh, he's become an avid reader now. Shout out, my boy. And he calls me about 10 o'clock at night, and he says, I love Seeking Wisdom. But how come you guys are not on a consistent schedule? Don't you guys have them all pre-recorded? I have to just constantly be surprised. It's a pleasant surprise, but mm. I just don't know when it's coming. It's true. I hear that all the time. You know, <laughs> make you sure you guys give so much send feedback that to, to DG. You can only give so much feedback to the young nephew. Yep. The young nephew. We're still waiting for You're a right. consistent schedule. You're right. Okay. Let's. All right. So we got that one out of the way. That's number one. Is consistency is coming. Number two is let's talk about my hotly debated trip to Europe. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so how, many, how many times have you been to Europe? Let me tell you something. I'm at the gym this morning, and all of a sudden, my phone is just ping, 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 and ping, <laughs> ping, ping, ping. And before I know, I looked over my shattered phone that I need to go fix. It said, there's a thread that is DCETDG, and it said 36. <laughs> 36 <laughs> I messages. I haven't even opened my phone yet. Yeah. And I just knew, I had a little pit in my stomach. I'm like, 36 messages from these two before 6.30 a.m. <laughs> what what if, could this be? And, you then, and then how did it start? I asked David Cancel, and I said, DC, have your kids ever been to Europe? And I said, no, you know, actually, my daughter's 13, and my son is 7 years old. Uh, neither have been to Europe yet. Uh, and the reason he, he said, you know what, Annie has been there. Uh, how old is Annie? 16 months. 16 months, DG's daughter. She's been <laughs> Amsterdam, uh, Amsterdam, Dublin. Amsterdam and Dublin. Dublin, you know, gallivanting. Because if you don't realize, uh, the young nephew. I took her to nephew, San Diego also. Uh, San Diego. Yep. My kids have never been to San Diego either. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, then the young nephew has been gallivanting in uh, Europe yep. for the last two weeks. Kind of why we haven't had a consistent schedule here. Partly. Seeking wisdom. I was wondering if he was in the U.S. even. Today. Yeah, today. That was the today. first text message. DG, are you in the U.S. today? Yeah. yeah. So I'm here. <laughs> Thank you for having you me. Talk. Thanks for having me back. Mm -hmm. uh, I appreciate it. But <laughs> Gonzalo's dying. <laughs> once, Gonzalo. once, oh, he's dying. He's loving it. This is part of life. To, yeah. meet, to see me get roasted is a very enjoyable, uh, mm -hmm. enjoyable thing. This happens every day, by yeah. the way. It happens every day. Anyway, I, so the reason I got your message this morning with my bloody finger and my shattered phone. Mm -hmm. Michael, I told uh, DG that they have Apple stores in Europe. 
They you do. could get that fixed there. They do. He was too busy. Oh, okay. Yeah. He was eating, what is it, strudel, strudel, waffles? Hashtag SASTOCK18. Uh, mm-hmm. No, what, what are the things you eat in Amsterdam? What did I eat in Amsterdam? I've they never had, been uh, to Amsterdam. They had little pancakes. Have you ever been they to Amsterdam? I've never been to Amsterdam. No. Yeah. yeah. Not yet. It was all bread. All bread over there. So the reason we, I got all the text messages from you is you actually had a, you started texting this morning about this hiring profile. That's why Elias is here. As much as I would love for this whole episode to be a roast about me, which mm, fine. I'm fun. okay with moving on from that. How do we tee this up? What I don't want to make this is, I don't want to make this about me and here's how you hired me. But I think there's a lot of good hiring lessons and hiring is typically the most popular content that we do talk about on this show. So give me a little transition. Absolutely. I, I usually I'm here inside the office working. You guys are always traveling and speaking at places. Uh, this is my only outlet. And what happens <laughs> is that when I, the few times I'm out a year, yes. people come and ask me, founders, CEOs, CTOs, and they're like, how can I hire someone like DG? No, in, that's, in that's all, what I'm all, looking for. In all seriousness, he, Elias is saying the few times he's out. But the serious side of it is, is you two are actually, it's a lot. You have both invest and advise in many companies. And I think that is a common, this common question comes up a lot. Yeah. People, people want to know. And so they're asking. And the other day I was talking to a friend of mine and I paused for a minute or I just started talking. You know, that's how I think outside my head. And I was thinking like, how do we find someone like DG? And that's when I came up with three points, right? And on the, the three, fly. On the fly. And I practiced it. What I did is I just sent you a WhatsApp. I practiced rough draft of the thought. And, yeah. and I said... I wrote them down in case you forgot. The, so. the most important thing, right, is that David and I come from nothing. DG comes from nothing. Sort of. More than it's nothing. Worcester. But, yeah. It's Worcester. Yeah, yeah, it's Worcester. Yeah, it's a sure. little bit more. But, sure. it's nicer. but you, you yeah. come from like... You come from humble yard. beginnings. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen your house. I've been to Worcester. Yeah. I've seen the street where DG grew up. So yeah. if you guys want to do a pilgrimage, hit me up. I'll take you. You want to do a bus tour? We'll do a <laughs> bus tour. And so what happened was that before, if he's in, in the US. Yeah. He might not this be here. Not he my, might not be in the States. Not my, uh, might not be there. Check that I'll be there. I might be in London. It doesn't matter. You won't be there. We'll just go buy your house. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Right. So that's where DG grew up. Uh, these are the fields where he played. And this is the tunnel where he snuck out one time. Mm-hmm. And so what happened was I said, you got to come from humble beginnings. Right. You got to come from because uh, you need to be hungry. You need to be hungry. Right. And there's a lot that we can unpack there. The second one is that you have to have this ability to get shit done. Mm-hmm. Right. It's just important. Without that ability, you don't get by in an honest, you know, meaningful way and going to grow. And then the third thing is the one that I'm most uncomfortable talking about. And is that especially when I'm sit here sitting next to you is that you got this it factor. Don't look at me when you say it. I know, no, sorry. That's not I'm the third one. The third one is humility. No, we said that. One, one was humility. No, no. Humility comes when you also come from humble beginnings. No, it's kind always. Of this is no. also a part of life. DC, but it's okay, so it's four. It's four. Okay. Uh, so, because I think the, uh, sorry to interrupt, I think the first three would be common or easy to find. Someone who comes from humble beginnings and they have a hunger to prove themselves. That's one thing. Two is do the work. Do the work. Do willing the work. to do the work. Three is this charisma that yep. you're going to go in here uncomfortable yep. you know in this small room here in talk his about presence his, his presence charisma Look, for, but for those three are kind of you could find those yeah. those are sort of easy to find the fourth one is the most important i think we talked about this morning it's the hardest one to find consistently and that's the ego free slash humility to have the humbleness that's the hardest one to find i could find a whole bunch of the first three if you look out there but every time we have found people like that they usually stall out or they flame out because their ego gets in the way and all of a sudden they think they're a big shot. They think they finally arrived. They want to go speak on panels. They want to go gallivant around. They want to go start their own podcast. They want to go do whatever they want to do. 
and then they stall out. That's why humility is the most important one because you keep refining and you can take those daily 36 messages from us like that mm. and keep getting better along the way. Starting up. Th- that's why I don't go to panels. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I tried, that, story I tried that 10 years ago. Tell them that 10 years ago. Okay, so here's the story. Okay. So I leave IBM after 10 years and I'm joining DC, right? And in his startup, uh, Lookery. And then well, we shut that one down, but then we started in Performable. So now I'm upgrading to a co-founder of mm. a tech startup in Boston. We're raising some money. We're talking to investors. And I've seen all these people that are just out there at these events all the time. And I'm thinking, now I'm going to be part of the events. I'm going to go to these conferences and talk to people, talk to investors. And then I tell DC, oh, I was talking to Eric Paley, you know, from uh, Founder Collective. And DC is like, we have a company to build. We don't have time to be out there just talking and wasting time. We got customers to delight. We got product to build. We got we have to sell. We have to work. If you want to spend all your time just at events and doing that kind of stuff, I don't think this is going to work. Yeah. That was the last time I went to an event. <laughs> <laughs> Ten years ago. Yeah, yeah, two, yeah. He had a dream. He was like, I'm going to be on panels I'm now. Be I'm just going to People are going to invite me to speak. Nobody invites me to speak because I don't, I'm not known, right? Because it's like I never went back. I never went back out. I was like, I'm gonna stay right here, put, I'm gonna do my job. <laughs> he told you to get to work. Get to work. He said get to you know, work. Like, we had work to do. And so it was true though, we wouldn't be here today if I would spend all the time out there in panels trying to have everyone hear my opinion. Mm-hmm. 100%. So this one is like, this topic today, this came up because it was specific to marketing. A lot of people ask you looking for, like to make a marketing hire, right? Yeah, I agree. It was interesting enough, I don't know why I ended up keeping track of this. First marketing hire at Drift, we were interviewing all kinds of people. And, and even though I've been in marketing, I didn't really know every different role in the marketing department. And so as I was interviewing the people that DC was bringing in, I started making a spreadsheet, like a PowerPoint presentation. And I, and I was realizing all the subtle like nuances of every role in, in, in marketing. And I was like, wow, this person is great at demand generation, right? Oh, this person is great with ads. This person is great with design. This person is great with social. And I was like, how are we going to pick someone? They all were coming from different places where they were doing one part of the marketing job. And at first realization, there's not one marketer that can do it all, right? And then you came in and you didn't know how to do any of those. No. And so you had done something different. DC, what had uh, DG done? He was working at HubSpot, but that wasn't the reason. He had been there for a little while. It was that he, DG, had started a side project called Tech in Boston. I was episode number 50. Yeah. And uh, that's how What we number met. was that? Hold on, hold Five on, zero. hold on. Five that's because zero? DC was notoriously until, I think until I was at Drift and, and said- I think that was planned. I, I think that was planned. You got to do PR. You're PRing. He was like this mystery man. Nobody had ever interviewed him. Maybe they didn't give him love. I don't understand, but- That's that's probably true. That's true. Maybe that's the love and thing. And neither did you. I remember, no, I remember, I remember how it happened. I was- because I had Tech in Boston, 50? I shared a drift. It was, you guys had this party. at the bottom of the list. You had an opening party. You had a, this office party. In Boston. You had an Not office 50 party. Worldwide. Tech in Boston. In, in Boston. You're number 50. That's number 50. That's good. It keeps you <laughs> I'm humble. Coming up, I'm yeah, coming up. You gotta keep your ego in check too. <laughs> For, I, I wish I t- could tell you who 49 was. No, he DM'd me on Twitter and he said, we're having this party. Can you share this thing? And I said, yes, will you come on my podcast? Mm-hmm. That's how it happened. Yeah. So he had this podcast, Tech in Boston. And what was interesting about that is that we were always looking for people who are actually go out and take the initiative and do something. Most people that we meet who meet those qualifications will be like, 
I want to be a marketer. I want to be an engineer. I want to be whatever. I want to join a startup. And then we'll ask, and then we'll look, and they haven't taken the time and the initiative to actually go off and do anything. They're just waiting for one day to someone like wave a magic wand and say, now you're a marketer, now you can do this. And Dave didn't do that. Dave had created a project. He had a website. He had uh, 49 guests who are not myself. He had an email list that he was marketing to. He had social media presence for it. He had uh, sold, you know, ads. sold ads on it. He had done all of these things to promote this stuff as a side project that showed this initiative and this hunger. And that was the thing that we were like, yes. To me, that's actually like, that is the lesson that I want people to take out of this. The you guys looking beyond for a hiring profile, and this is still a mistake that I need more reps at, and we, the three of us talk a lot about this in hiring, right? Is like, I think it's so easy to look at a LinkedIn profile and say, we're a B2B sales and marketing company. This person was at this company, that company. Oh, they look great. Right? right? That person, usually that looks great. I can't think of many people who are at Drift today that are successful that looked great on paper and are great. There's always something else that you right. have to dig into. Absolutely. You know, a great line is, the world has changed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In some ways, the world has changed. In some ways, the world has not changed. Marketing needs someone that can grab people's attention. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's the charisma that you have. That's the it factor that is important. And I think people... What we want to encourage people to find someone to come into marketing is to look in other places, right? Mm-hmm. That is not the traditional who is doing what role in marketing, but is bring other people that are great at marketing in other ways naturally and bring them into your business, right? Like when we were talking about this, this morning, the example that I used was like, as a marketer here now, the person that I would rather hire somebody who you have two candidates, right? One of them has this perfect B2B sales and marketing resume. The other one is someone who is maybe at a company like that, but on the side, they have a food blog and they've grown this food blog to 50,000 views and they, they're always on podcasts and they got videos and they have this massive social media account that they've built around that. That's the person that I think this is what like DC, one of the superpowers is, is finding that and saying, look, I've seen these patterns. I think if we invest in this person, they can then go apply it where I think most startup founders, especially are very risk adverse when it comes to hiring and say, well, they haven't done it in this area. So I'm not sure it's going to be a good fit here. Yeah. It's actually how I got the side project thing. I just remembered is how I got my first job at a startup, 1996 DG. Young, so would that make you 58, 48, <laughs> 58, 59, something like that? Um, yeah. uh, ET is always inflating my age. But uh, 1996. I was in high school, I think. And I got that job with three founders. That's what started me in startups because there was no books. There was no Google, obviously. There was nothing that you could read. But I was teaching myself about building stuff on the Internet on the side. That was not my job. And because of that, I was able to meet these people and then get into what we do now. But... It was 1996. You know the first time that I went to an event like uh, Elias, to one of these events and stuff? What year was it? 2003? 2007. Wow. 11 years. Well, that's why you were number 50 on the Tech and (laughs) 11 years just building stuff. And uh, it wasn't until we were getting ready to sell Compete in 2007 that I went went to Miami. I did go to Miami. Yeah. But I went to the first event here in Boston. And I went to an event. I met Bijan who's one of the founders of Spark Capital and Sabat. And I met Nabil, who's also an investor now then uh, at Spark Capital. First time I met them and they were like, I thought Compete was in California. And I was like, no, we're in Copley. And that was the first time I had ever talked to anyone in Boston in the startup world was 11 years later. 
Absolutely. I mean, I think this applies to every role. Every role. I also met you, David, because I was working. I mm-hmm. was working at IBM full time, but I was doing side jobs nights and weekends with a startup from Rudy Ruhana, who's our chief security officer so now. now. Yeah. That who, who introduced us, mm-hmm. and then we started working together. It, but it was a night and weekends. And, you know. and, and what's how long were you at IBM? Ten years. Yep. See, and I never. It's always a common thing. Like no one ever talks about the dark ten years that people put in. Whatever you can do it early, late, whatever before they take that next big step. It's a very common pattern if you look at people, whether it's in sports or whatever, no one talks about that 10 years. And we don't wanna like, you know, maybe we're a little bit old school, but we don't wanna say, oh, you shouldn't go to anything. Mm-hmm. We're definitely not that extremist, but just reminding people, you have to develop the discipline, the passion to get the job done, yeah. to get the work. And that's something you've been able to do here at DG. And so you gotta look for someone that shows, exhibits that, and be able to, you need to go out and look in other places. But I would say another thing is that people want to hire a great marketer. People want to have a great VP of engineering, great product person, but you're not doing the job either. I recommend that you have to go out there and look for people online, find them, meet them, go out for coffee because they're not going to show up on your doorstep. That's a really important thing to dig into is people want to hire a person X or person Y. But the same thing applies to hiring is you have to do the work to find the person. Same way as that candidate has to do the work to get found. You have to actually go and do the work to find them versus, yeah, we got a job posting and this person's going to Waiting for someone us. to come in. It's not going to happen. And if you put yourself, if you are a young DG in training and you want to, to have the same trajectory, you got to put in the work. You got to remain humble. Most people fail at that. And so they'll stall out. Almost everyone does. And then the... Third one is you'll have to put yourself in the right company that is growing and has the right set of people there because if you put yourself in a high growth situation, then the company is going to pull you as you continue to grow into bigger and bigger roles. That's usually how it happens. And again, this is for fast growing companies. Every company that I've been a part of, there's almost a neg thing that I've noticed lately, which is like the people who usually ask, and this is only in high growth companies, the people who usually ask for a promotion, when's my next thing, what's this, who are always asking are, for me, in my limited experience, have been 100% the people who are not ready to go to the next level. The people who are, and that's just a sign, the people who have naturally continued to grow fast are, it's because they've been executing so well and they're in those fast-growing environments that if you're in that environment, you're going to be desperate to pull someone like, someone help me. Like, you'll be like, if someone has the capability, you're going to pull them to you help you, it. right? Because you're drowning in those environments, right? But that's for fast-growing companies. I'm reading Blitz Kaling right now, yep. Reed's book. And it's just amazing. I think it's re- highly recommended for people well, that tell have... People the, tell people the book, the full book. Blitz Kaling. Reed Hoffman. Reed Hoffman. Uh, Founder of LinkedIn. He says, how do you go from one... From zero to one, not from zero to one, from zero to one billion, mm. right? And it's like so exciting, but it just lays out the treasure map, right? That the growth, you go from from a family to a tribe, to a village, to a city, to a nation, and how people have to grow within that, that trajectory. And so he spells it out. So for any young people there, go read that so you realize what happens. Some people move up, some people have to take a different tour of duty. Yep. And then some people have to go into another company. Yep. It's laid normal. out what no, the normal, normal paths that happen, and you just have to put in the work and see if you're growing at the right pace with the company. Yeah. When you're experiencing it, it doesn't feel normal, especially if you don't have, because you don't have an experience, you don't have context of being in that situation. But that book is a good one to remind you. There are others, but that one's really good at reminding you, like, if you're in that situation, this is normal. 
Like it's going to be normal for some people to go up, some people to take different tours, as Aaliyah said, and for some people to figure out it's not the right environment for them anymore because the company has become a nation when it was a village before. How do we close this uh, and how to find a great marketer that connects with the audience, people like hearing from? Where would you find another another DG, DC? Yeah, I mean, look. Where, for, should, for, you're saying I should go find another. DG. Go find another DG. <laughs> because he, if he's gonna spend most of his time in Europe, in Europe he's uh, traveling. We Europe, need please. someone to record podcasts please. like consistently. We need a consistent. I need a system. I need a check. What I would this. do is I would go find someone who has a side project. But, by the find way, people. It, it's so much. This is what we haven't. So talked easy. About. It's so much easier today. When you guys did it ten years ago, it was not as easy as it was today. You have Instagram. You have YouTube. You have Twitter. You have all these channels that can connect you to anybody where you can get found. I think almost 10 years ago, you almost did have to go to an event, even though that's what DC's, like, that's not what he's saying. Like, it's much harder. Today, anybody can be a creator. And so yeah, if, you're, if you're, especially in your marketing, if you're not creating something that people can find publicly, like we talk to candidates all the time and I say, hey, can you send me over some of your stuff? And they no, don't like, have uh, I haven't done that yet. And so that's why I'm constantly sifting through stuff, as Elias would say, that I'm, you know, I'm constantly just tweeting. I'm looking at Twitter. I'm on Instagram. I'm on everything, and I'm trying to find people. Like I'm collecting people to find like who could be the next great person at whatever because they're actually doing it right now. And as DG said, most of the time, someone will come in and be like, "I want to do social media," and then I look and they'll have 20 followers. Mm -hmm. And it's like you're not doing it now. I want to be a videographer, like. The boy G2 here. Do you have any videos? No, I don't have any videos. Uh, you know, you're just like, what? What are you talking about? Like, people are doing it already. So I would look for people who are doing it already first. Then I would look for that hunger. Do they come from that background? Do they have that hunger? Do they have the humility? And, uh, you know, do they have, as Elias would say, charisma, a little charisma there, a little, a little X it, factor, it helps. It helps. a little X factor. You, you also need to like, from the other side of this, you have to surround yourself by people who are going to push you like that. That is, everybody says that, but I think very few people believe that because to be pushed is painful. Right. And so people say, can tell you about that. people say, I want to be pushed. I want to be around they people don't that to. are going to help me grow. You know, the common, like, you know, you're the average of the five people that mm -hmm. you spend your time with, yeah. whatever. Right. But I think when actually push comes to shove, people don't, when you get in that situation, it is uncomfortable. But if you can have the mindset of, like I said to you both this morning, I said, I have a ultimate humility check, which is both of you keep me very humble. But the same thing is it's always painful, but I always get and better. And DC keeps me humble too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He won't let me like the ego yeah. grow. You still yeah, can't yeah. Go Who's out. keeping the DC humble though? I Myself. That's a good point. Her name is Lise. Yeah. yeah, she's at my house. No, so CJ, CJ, CJ and CJ. Yeah, yeah and my you. daughter. There's a whole bunch of them. I'm on the bottom of, at home. So, uh, so if you want that opportunity, you have to be and you have easy, to be the dog. You have to be willing to yeah. take, you have to be willing to get it, right? It's the same advice like about working out or, or whatever any other analogy yeah. there is. So. Absolutely. So that's the way you would go about finding it. Right. Go look for people who are creating already. Mm -hmm. It's clear if you're in marketing, that's easy. Two, look for people that have hunger. Three, people that are willing to work, put in the work so they have the work ethic. Four, that it factor, and five, have that level of humility. And so that's how you do it. Uh, you know what rhymes with five? Six. Six, exactly, six stars. <laughs> so no, what rhymes with five is six. And uh -huh. uh, so please leave uh -huh. a six-star rating. We've seen an uptick, but I've noticed most of those five six-star ratings, excuse me, yeah. are for the young Maggie Crowley, director of product here at Drift, bringing some uh -huh. fire. DG's getting a little worried, so please drop some six-star ratings me, for him. Let me play you. A, put him on. Let me play you a clip from. So I, I'm I'm here at, at SAS Stock, and you guys had some comments about the Apple rating systems. It doesn't work. Mm. 
Five stars? No. How many? Six stars on your right? <laughs> That's amazing. See that even in Europe they know. Vienna. They were from Vienna. Six even in, stars v- in Vienna they have good judgment, right? Six stars only. Thank you for joining us. Uh, let us know if Elias should ever make it back for number four. We are not sure. And check yet. this out. We are back next week. On the we're schedule? talking about thinking fast and slow. Okay. I'm but will we be on a schedule? We're on a schedule. What is the commitment? Every day, every Monday? At what time? It's we're going to have a new every, episode. It's e- we have a new, this is hot, this is getting hot right now. We have a new Seeking Wisdom episode every Monday. By the time you wake up, it goes out Sunday night when midnight changes. In, okay. uh, East Coast time. East Coast we're glo- time. Uh, DG, we're global. Global podcast. I'm on European time, so for oh, my oh, European, okay. <laughs> my GMT, 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 GMT. 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 All right, see ya. Here.